and welcome to our show. I'm Cyrus and I'm looking forward to drinking some wine with you this evening. And I'm Brittany and I'm feeling glamorous. Oh yeah, you are. Mm. Hell yeah. So on today's show, we're going to be doing a little bit of a special episode. Our format will be a little bit different and what we're going to be doing is called a horizontal tasting. So what that means is we're going to be trying five wines all from the same year in the same region but from different producers. And the reason that's called horizontal is because we're basically, we're trying a lot of the same wine from a very small area rather than vertical, which would be the same wine from different years. My first time doing this. Mine as well. This is a lot of wine. Yes, it is. Yeah. And we have in the budget for a couple of these special episodes a season. So, uh, you know, we didn't break the bank here. But, uh, yeah, this is a lot of wine. So uh, we're going to be going through them a little bit differently this week. We're going to try them all at once, take notes, and then we will, so that we don't influence each other. And then we'll come back and talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, our favorites, and... Um, about doing a horizontal tasting. Yes, I'm excited, <laughs> but we need spitting jars. Oh yeah, we should get some those because otherwise, I, I don't know. I not we're going to be uber drunk by the end of yeah. this if we don't spit some of this out. Yeah, it feels bad. <laughs> I'm I'm not used to doing. I that. know. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll be right back with uh, some those, spitting jars. Some spitting jars, and uh, we'll start pouring all the wine. Yes. all of the buttons to like us or comment to us or subscribe us you know do the thing um we love it when you interact with us we want the feedback we love interacting with uh the two or three fans that exist so um we love you <laughs> Alrighty, so we have wine poured and as you can see they are identical looking Pretty much, although there's just little distinct differences. Yep. So uh, I won't talk to you about those because we're going to take our notes <laughs> independently. But what I will say is these are all 2020 Sauvignon Blanc from Napa Valley in California. Yes. And so uh, we're going to get to see a pretty famous grape from a pretty famous region. We'll see if they taste the same. They definitely are starting to look a little different. Yeah, well, um, why don't you start from that end? I'll start from this end, and uh, we'll cross somewhere halfway. Let's get note-taking. All right. It's so different tasting without talking to you. Shh, I'm concentrating. <laughs> wow, that smells interesting. <clears throat> Well, that was exciting. That was really fun. That was so different. Uh, it's a completely different experience silently trying to compare these wines. 
It was intense. I think it was just kind of, it felt like a game and it felt, um, I'm really interested to see how different our answers will be or if they'll be similar. Yeah. I also see why people do this and why people keep notes because after having gone through them one time, I had a certain set of notes and then I just quickly retasted them and was like, hold on. I now can identify that thing that I was smelling the first time, but couldn't yes. place it. So really interesting. Just a cool self exercise. Super cool. So I guess, how do we want to get started? Yeah. Do you want to start on one of the ends here? So for this one, it wasn't a bad start. For sure. I got like, it was bright apricot, apple, crisp. It smelled very crisp to me, like it was going to be just a bright white wine. And then going in for the taste, I definitely got the crisp apple taste. Some apricot with it. It I did notice that it had some very, very, very small bubbles. Mm-hmm. And it was sweet. Yep. I had, it was, a, especially on the smell, it was sweeter. I wrote it had a touch of color compared to some of the other ones, especially going to the rim. Uh, it had certainly like a blossoms, like orange blossom or something on the smell. Um, small bubbles I also noted, and the fruit is super strong on the smell, com- especially as compared to the other ones. It was very pungent. Um, the, sm- the taste wasn't like incredibly complex, but it was apple, pear, and then there was like a white pepper thing going on with that one that was really interesting. And also vanilla was something that I mentioned. So it'd be I'd be interested in retasting that one. I didn't get the apricot in the first go, but I would be interested in tasting yeah, that again. Yeah, I, I got a slight apricot after going in for another taste. Sure, yeah. But um, I tried my best to also cleanse my palate throughout. <laughs> yeah. So that I wouldn't be tainted by all the other tastes as well. Yep. All right, well, let's move on to the second one uh, here, number two. Yes, your initial thoughts. Yeah, so... Uh, I noted that it had a kind of green smell, citrus, lemongrass. Um, it's almost clear, but there are small bubbles. And it had a, like a bit of a, uh, milk kind of creaminess on the smell, which I also noticed in the taste. It was like a, um, almost certainly part of the fermentation had that creaminess occur. The bubbles had a little bite, which was nice. I liked that. It had pear, apple, Lime or maybe even orange and like a bitter peel on the finish, like a lime peel or something like that. Yeah, I said something a little bit similar. I said that this was just full on apricot for me in terms of smell. Mm. It definitely smelled, I I wrote down either sophisticated or sickly sweet. I don't know. (laughs) Um, And so it really gave me that zingy feeling uh, in terms of smell. I had that sort of lemony citrus in my nose as well as the apricot. And when you go delving into the taste of it, the apricot hits me in the face and then I have some of that bitter pit. It's almost like I've eaten some of the pit of the apricot into that. So I get what you mean. Uh, But there is that zinginess. I also wrote that it's almost soda-like as it touches your tongue. Sure. Yeah, that's the, I put the, it bites a little bit. Yes. The the little bubbles really hit you a little harder than the last one. So I I really enjoyed that one. All right. uh, Our next one here with the brown cat. 
Yes. So this one was the most apricot to me. This huh. I, I haven't gotten apricot on any of them, so really? I'm gonna have to retest. It's, yeah. It's just I'm getting apricot. You must all have got that way. in your brain. I just, was, yeah. It might have just fudged up everything. But <laughs> No, I didn't mean it like that. I meant like that's what you were smelling. I guess so. <laughs> so I would say it wasn't very sweet from the smell that mm-hmm. I could get. It didn't smell sweet to me, so I think I thought it would be sort of a dry wine. It smelled kind of boring to me. Like I didn't get. I wrote that here too. <laughs> uh, so not really sweet. Uh, definitely got the apricot in there. And as I go into the taste, it's a little more sour than I expected. Little sour. <laughs> Let's go. So I was like maybe sour apple. And I did say that it was dry. And I said, I kind of named this a plain Jane. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I had it's less aromatic, e.g. boring. It's there's it's clear, clear, clear. It's like probably the lightest one. There's yes. no bubbles. Some citrus and acid uh, on the smell, like, and also some apple and maybe like a little berry. It's one redeeming characteristic, I think, is that it has some berry smell and on the taste. And it is a little sour, I agree. And I think like I've a little fermented, like a little fermenty. Okay. So it wasn't like fully on the smell. It's it doesn't nothing much comes through on the taste. It was a little at least fermenty, which was interesting compared to the other ones. But it was such a light taste that I agree. Just um, spoilers, my least favorite. <gasps> <laughs> All right. All right. Moving on to number yeah. four. So uh, for this one. I had, it has an interesting smell. I just like wrote that and exclamation point, exclamation point on my, on my sheet. I don't really know exactly what that is. It's, it was more limey than lemon. I wrote it's, um, it's like a very clear, no bubbles. It's not clean smelling. Um, there's something green, like flowery rather than fruity, right? It's like green almost or like, like viney. Um, I wrote that it's very sweet on the palate, very low acidity. It's like super smooth and more, again, on the palate, more limey than lemon. Okay. So what I got from this smell, going down the line, starting from here, like at the beginning to the fourth wine, it became sour milk for me. Yep. Yeah. Malolactic fermentation. It's a yes. It's a thing. It just it it smelled of sour milk, and I didn't really like that very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I wrote sour milk. I I wrote spoiled apple. Like I think that's the kind of the fermentation, kind of the greeny, weird, almost rottenny smell. Mm-hmm. It was giving me, and then I I did write that it was kind of watered down. Yeah, I, that's why I wrote I wrote smooth, almost no acidity for that right. watered down characteristic. It's yeah. nothing special. It's really, it's fine. Yeah, I, I think that it smells a lot better than it tastes, even though like smelling like s- sour milk isn't necessarily something that sounds great, but it's an interest. It smells like it's something that's been fermented. It smells soured, right? And that's, yeah. that's cool, but then it didn't back it up with like an interesting taste. It was yeah. kind of light body and i also wrote down some minerality in it as well so it almost tasted sea like sea like i don't know how to describe that 
But it was kind of just clear water. Yeah, again. Uh, eh. Eh. All right. Uh, and, and finally, black cat here. Last, maybe least. <laughs> so for number five, I just noted that it had maybe the smallest of bubbles. It did smell sour milk. I wrote yuck. <laughs> I did not like the smell. I wrote, I wrote lactic acid as well. Yep. Bad. And I wrote, I was trying to get what was in it, and I, my mind went to fall leaves almost. Like, you know, when that wind hit you, hits you, and there's like leaves blowing in your hair. Mm. <laughs> I want to be wherever you are. Anywho, so I also said. More so apple than apricot, and it didn't really smell super great to me. So I wasn't excited to taste it. Going into the taste, though, I said uber plain. (laughs) Super duper plain. There aren't really true fruits that stand out to me. It almost tastes fake. I I said that it, it was pretty tame. Sure. For the most part, there wasn't any defining qualities that really stood out to me. It was very just. Yeah, I have it is clear straw, very little bubbles, apple, white flowers on the smell, as well as the lactic acid, the kind of sour milk smell Um, and very light body. It's got more acid than some of the other ones which was good at least um and a creamy mouthfeel probably from that milk um lactic acid there um the acid though was kind of pretty reserved which i think is what you were getting at it's like pretty uncomplex right because it it didn't have that uh bright acid that would bring out like a citrusy thing there was a lemon taste but it was only on the finish really not during the the kind of main tasting of the wine. It's like one of those wines that are so super balanced, but in a bad way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that's a really great way of putting it. Yeah. They, they've done a really good job of, of smoothing out the acid, but that ends up smoothing out the wine and just making it kind of not exciting. Yeah. Uh, still, I had it in right in the middle. I think it was like, because it it does hit all the it does all the things that a Sauvignon Blanc is supposed to do, you know they were they were <laughs> I don't want to say they were like writing to a recipe because that's kind of pejorative to the winemaker, but they were certainly making Sauvignon Blanc to the letter. Right, it's got that malolactic acid is like a thing that these winemakers try and do, and they nailed that. And it has the white blossom flowers, and it has some apple and pear, and all of that isn't, yeah. I can't believe I totally ignored and neglected the flower part of it. I said nothing about flowers this entire time. Oops. <laughs> well, um, Brittany, uh, which one or two were your favorite? So, for first and second, I put the first wine that we tried as second and the second as my first. <laughs> <laughs> I have the exact same two wines, but in reverse order. Whoa! That's so okay. cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, I had that the the one that you had in first was my second because it was the most complex by far. Even more complex than the one that I chose for first. It had 
that green s- smell and the citrus uh, and then like lemongrass, which I really liked. And then the bubbles really elevated it. I thought that that um, maybe that was cheating on the part of, you know, cause none of the other ones really had bubbles like that, but I think that it was really pleasant. And so, yeah, I think bubbles belong in this type of grape variety for me because that's why the second one is my favorite because I think just the zinginess of it, the soda like texture of it. I, I'm not a big soda drinker, but this was super pleasant with the type of taste we were getting from it right and it's not like it's a sparkling wine it's it's a still wine that just was you know kept under pressure and so it has bubbles yeah your second one my first was um i think the most aromatic of the group it had the most interesting smell and although it wasn't it wasn't like the most interesting it you know it had that white pepper and that vanilla which i really liked and um you know, I, I really like Chardonnay, as you all know. And this kind of, you know, reminded me of that. It hit some of those notes. And it also just, uh, it didn't try to be too big. It didn't try to do anything that it wasn't supposed to. It had, you know, it ticked all the boxes, but in the right way. Not like uh, the fifth wine here. It was ticking all the boxes, but not trying to be something it wasn't. So, yeah, I would say, I will say that one and two were very close for me. Yep, and I, I love that we both chose them as our favorites. <laughs> That's so cool. It, we picked them out above the rest, and I think that they were just the better ones. So I agree. let's reveal what these were. <gasps> this is a lot of wine. Yeah. Yep, we're going to be drinking Sauvignon Blanc for a bit. <laughs> we'll have to enlist some friends to help us finish this. Oh, no. I know, horrible. Come over. <laughs> so... um Brittany, you want to read us off what uh, we have? Yeah, so for the first one, uh, one of our winners is the Two May. Two May. It's a pretty cool wine bottle. Yeah. It's super clear, and it just has that one little strip to, to go under Two May. Yeah, that's such a unique-looking bottle. Really cool. Um, for our second one and our other winner, we have a... Another 2020 Sauvignon Blanc, as these all are, uh, from Rutherford and uh, in the Napa Valley. It's a it's called Round Pond Estate, and it has a picture of a um, looks like a kind of a the top down view of a maybe a stone well or something, um, or maybe like a a stone wheel. Um, honestly, it looks pretty cool. It's got gold um, as their kind of accent color. And uh, it's got some nice gold cursive lettering as well. So, in number three, we have Starmont Vineyards 2020 Sauvignon Blanc, and it's a pretty. It's almost a sort of a plain label with plain lettering, and then there's a star with an S. It's and a plain wine inside. Pretty plain, <laughs> <laughs> if you if you ask me. But looks pretty traditional for the most part. Yes. Yep. Our next wine is the only wine that had a cork. The rest were with a screw cap. Um, it's called Girard 2020 Sauvignon Blanc from Napa Valley. And it's got a very small label with just the word Girard in cursive lettering. And they were trying to go with the minimalist vibe. And honestly, I like the... Uh, I like the look of the label, even if I don't like the wine all that much. 
And then for our last wine, one of my least favorites, we have the Frog's Leap. <laughs> and it has a sort of a animation of a frog on it. Or a shadow of a frog. Yeah, a negative. It looks like a negative it's of a frog. It's a negative of a frog leaping. How appropriate. I think this is the only wine that we really disagreed on. This was like a close third for me. But you really didn't like it because of that I milky. I know. It was just so milky. Yep. I want my milk out of my wine. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. But either way, it looks pretty cool for the most part. If I saw this in the store, I would buy it. Well, what did you think of doing a horizontal tasting? It's a lot of wine. <laughs> I've said that like three times now, but it was so fun. It was kind of eye-opening in a way, kind of getting to know a wine deeper in in a sort of fun adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was really cool. I think that like you know, you kind of have an idea of what Sauvignon Blanc tastes like in your head or what any wine tastes like. But trying a bunch of them in a row really cements that. And I think, like, really pulls out certain elements that, for me, I think will now mean Sauvignon Blanc, right? Like, I, yes. it, I'd be interested to see if we could do a taste test where there's one Sauvignon Blanc amongst a bunch of Chardonnays. And I don't know if I would have been able to do that before, but, like, I feel like I would be do much better now. Yeah, and I feel like if I find a bottle of Sauvignon Blanc from a store and I read the back of it, sort of general tasting notes, I know sort of what I like in a way. Like if it's going to say something more fermenty, I'm not going to really go for it. But if it's bright, spritzy, bubbly, uh, has that lemony aspect to it, apricot, I'm going to get it. So I feel that we've kind of gotten a little closer to Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I I definitely agree. I, I I love that we liked the same two wines too. <laughs> you keep pointing that out. It's just so, I really didn't think that would happen. Uh, you know, just, what were the chances? Pretty low. So We are of the sophisticated bunch. Yes, we know what we're talking about. Yes. All right. Well, um, Brittany, this has been wonderful. And um, I'm looking forward to drinking some more wine with you. Fun as always, Cyrus. I'll drink with you some more. All right. Bye now. Bye.